Hey listeners, Christina here. If you haven't figured it out by now, going through divorce can be the catalyst to the life of your dreams, where you can find the most authentic version of yourself and become financially free in the process. Think about it. What else allows you to build the foundation to a life that you love and then continuing to reap the benefits as in being confident in who you are, feeling secure in your life, and then attracting things that complement your already amazing life and never losing sight of that. The problem is if you don't have the right strategy for rebuilding a life greater than you've ever known before, it can be a lot of work with little results, but not at her heart heels. This free training that kicks off next week shows you a radically different approach to designing, building, and living a wildly abundant life where you see results from the get-go. Plus, you're going to get my exact proven strategies that are getting results for my clients right now. This is the free training. If you're in the middle of divorce or several years out of divorce, this is the training that's going to change everything for you. So all you need to do is head over to the link in the show notes and join the priority list right now. Once you do that, there's a ton of additional training and a limited time bonus that's going to blow your mind. You don't even have to pause this episode, go to the show notes and click on the masterclass link. And thanks so much. We'll see you next week, if not sooner. You're listening to Her Heart Heals Divorce Radio. Hi, I'm Christina Cuevas. Seven years ago, I went through a divorce and it completely turned my world upside down. And I'm so glad it did. I documented my healing to share information with other women going through their own divorce journey. And now, with thousands of downloads around the world from divorced women just like you, I'm here to show you how to ditch the shame around divorce and finally heal so that you can regain the confidence to create your most abundant and joyful future. I'm so glad you're here. This is Her Heart Heals Divorce Radio. If you've gone through divorce, you already know that a life event like this can leave us feeling broken and ashamed. Trust me, I can wholeheartedly relate because this was me just a few years ago. Unfortunately, most divorced women make the big mistake of thinking that time will heal this wound, spending months or years carrying this feeling of failure around everywhere they go, numbing their pain, or worse, staying closed off to the idea of love again. And that's just backwards. Does this sound like you? I got you. I created a free masterclass called Divorce from Divorce without feeling like a failure. In this class, you'll discover how to actually move on after divorce so you can finally feel whole and regain your confidence without feeling like you failed. Don't wait. Click the link in the show notes to add your name to the waitlist and be the first to get notified once this class goes live. I won't be offering this for free forever though, so be sure to sign up for this limited offer. See you there. Do you dream when you sleep? When we go to sleep, our brain downloads everything that it took in that day. Think of it kind of like closing tabs on a computer. 
essentially is just creating room for us to actually rest and for our body to basically recharge our batteries. But in our dreams, our mind can expand over many planes of consciousness, allowing us to view things from a different perspective. Oftentimes, there's little nuggets of wisdom in our dreams that can help us process things that we're going through in real life and maybe have a little bit of a tough time wrapping our head around. I'm so excited to release today's podcast with special guest Natalie Granja from The Rich Witch. The work she's doing is absolutely fabulous. If you haven't checked her out yet, you totally should. Natalie works by guiding conscious leaders in awakening their soul mission so that they can lead with impact and create personal wealth. We had such a great conversation about dreams, and we cover everything from different states of consciousness to representation of animals in dreams. Oh my gosh. Plus, I've got a free worksheet for you to analyze your dreams and start using your dreams to your advantage. The link is in the show notes, and let's get to it. This podcast episode is brought to you by Indicana, medicinal cannabis without the high for busy people on the go and their dogs. Their 100% organic, pesticide-free CBD formulas are lab-tested and can help a variety of symptoms, including inflammation and anxiety. Their products are human-grade, but can be used on pets. If you've ever done research on CBD, you know that some supplement companies use products with harsh pesticides, or products that aren't even lab tested and you have no clue how much CBD is in each dose. Their commitment to helping people and dogs in a natural way by using the best quality ingredients and lab testing their products makes me feel confident that my dogs are getting the best CBD supplement and their labels make it super easy to know how much to give. Visit www.indicanawellness.com for more information. Well, thanks so much for joining, Natalie. I just wanted to have you on and connect finally and talk about like all things dreams. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fun. Thank you again so much for having me. I'm really excited to just be here and share with you. And yeah. Totally. Um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you started on your journey? Um, your mission? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for the question. So I, um, I, a long time ago, like a long time ago, like six years ago or so I, um, started getting into Reiki and I became a Reiki master teacher. And alongside that, I also was super into hypnosis and I, um, I just loved the concept that we can change our reality. Uh, I think a lot of times we, I know I definitely felt really restricted by like, well, this is what I was born into. This is what I was raised as. This is what's happened to me. And like, that's just it. As much as I was ambitious, it was just kind of like, well, I hope I get this. I hope this will happen. And so around that same time, I also uh, started learning about the law of attraction and manifestation and co-creation. Um, so now years later, my business is a blend of all of it. I coach, um, I, I like to say conscious leaders, which a lot of times falls into the entrepreneur, you know, healer, coaching expert kind of thing. Um, how to co-create a life and business out of 
strategy, but most importantly, intuition. So I really mm. work on how to hear what, you know, the, um, the messages that come through are and how to just trust that, you know, how to be in flow so that you can honor your soul mission. Because I think everyone comes here with a certain purpose, with a certain um, medicine for the collective consciousness. And so when I think that you can totally make your soul mission into a profitable business. So a lot of what I do is help people around the wealth wound and how to heal the the wounds that we have and then just co-create out of it instead of like spending a lot of time in the wound it's more like how do we create from the scars totally acknowledging you know our past and all of these things that's happened to us or all the things that have gone wrong that we you know quote unquote um and honor that but not let that make us who we are so that we are intentionally creating a reality of wealth, of freedom, and of impact. Wow. I, uh, it's like all the yeses. I, I think it's like the one thing that I kind of tell myself is like that I'm like multifaceted and I feel like we all are multifaceted and we don't have to be like, have like a career and like that's it I mean we can explore right. so many different things and I think like your journey and your what you've built around your business is so amazing so needed and it ultimately came out of your pushing yourself out of your comfort zone oh totally. asking questions that are a little bit more unconventional rather than just like the this is the standard flow of yeah. society. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, I, yeah, Knowing definitely. that you're worth that you're that you're worth more as we all are. Um, but I think like a lot of it it's everybody wants to stay comfortable and you pushed yourself past these fears and oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you. That's it's so needed. Um my journey's really similar, so um that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for letting me share that because I think that um, there's so much, you know, I'll have clients that are coming to me that's like, I didn't know I could change my life. Like I didn't know I had a choice. You know, I think many people Mm. of course have big dreams and ambition and all this and all that, but they look at what their current reality is their current circumstances, and they don't know how to create something totally different. And so that's where I'm like, okay, let's bridge this gap here. Or that like what I'm finding is we all have these dreams that we think are the right dreams to have based on what society tells us. And then we go and do all the work. And then we find out that that's like not the dream. Maybe Mm -hmm. our dream is something totally different and that's okay too. And there's enough room for everybody as long as you're pursuing what your soul's purpose is, is here for, oh you know? Oh my gosh, totally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So good. <laughs> <I know. laughs> well, <laughs> I'm sure we could have like go on and on, but I wanted to pick your brain and I guess have a conversation around the idea of dreams. And I'm mm-hmm. referring to like sleep dreams, not, you know, what we dream for in our life but um you know and just I think that there's a lot of 
talk around like symbolisms and I think that there's like certain things that people say like well what does it mean when you when you die in your dream what does it mean when you have all these things and and we can easily take it into symbolisms but I feel like dreams are really just our inner voice projecting what our current situation is onto a big screen for us to be able to download that information. So I'm curious to know what, what do dreams mean to you? Oh, such a good question. You know, and it's funny because when we talked about, you know, doing this podcast and, and this topic, I was like, you know, I'm not, like a dream expert, but wow, she really <laughs> definitely reached out to the right person because anyone who knows me knows that I have very intense, really vivid dreams. I mean, and I've had that for just about my whole life. And so dreams for me are, gosh, I think it can be several things like anything. Uh, it can't, it's not really one answer. I think, um, it can be two different routes. I think dreams are definitely a reflection of our subconscious. I remember, um, when I was going to school for hypnosis, there was a lady there who specifically, um, held like dream interpretation classes and she said something that always stuck, like stuck with me because I, and I, I tell people this and it's so important because I definitely used to think, oh, well, what does this mean? And what does that mean? And what does that mean? And it could feel super disempowering because you're like, what are all these, you know, symbols in the dreams? And she said, mm-hmm. everything in your dreams is just a version of you. So mm-hmm. if you enter a house and the house is really dark and like super ugly and old and like not doing well and it's falling apart, that house is you. If you meet someone, like maybe in your dream, they're, you're dreaming of like uh, a friend or a cousin or whatever, that, ver- that cousin, that person that you're talking to is a reflection of you. That is you. And even it's disguised in this like image of someone else, but you're really – a dream is you just having conversations with yourself disguised in different symbols. It's like your subconscious mm. completely manifesting into a, a visual. So I definitely like that route because it's a little bit more, um, it's a little bit more structured to be like, okay, I woke up and I had this like super crazy dream. All right. I had the dream. The world was coming to an end. All right. Maybe I need to, I, I need to think about, well, where in me am I releasing something that no longer serves me? You know, where am I about to enter a new chapter and I might be having some anxiety about. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's one way I like to approach dreams. And then the other way, which is a little bit more of like the woo woo is, um i had okay so i had a shaman uh this oh my gosh it's a shaman couple that i love going to and they were saying have you noticed you know in your dreams you're there for you're there for maybe six seven eight hours right like you're spending a lot of time in this other dimension that is your dreams and when you're in that dream state you're just in another world. 
Like you're, you're crossing timelines. You're crossing into another version of you where all of the things they've ever wanted work out, or maybe you're in this like nightmarish place based on what you're feeling in this current reality. Um, Mm -hmm. But in this dream world, you can heal yourself. You can learn new talents. You can, you know, and this is goes into like astral projection where you're waking up, you're becoming aware. Oh shit. I'm in a dream right now. Like I'm dreaming. And in that place of consciousness, you're able to then intentionally manifest. So some say that you can do like quantum healing, right? People who have been really ill in their dream life will begin to astral project and begin to um, wake up and realize, Hey, I'm dreaming. Let me, let me envision myself healed. Let me create a reality where I'm already healed. And for however many hours they're asleep, that's the frequency they're vibrating at. And so in this waking life, that begins to start showing. So it, it dreams to me are like so incredible. Wow. Yeah. I, um, I follow exactly what you're saying. And I think with the idea of the quantum healing and doing that, I mean, I think somebody, it's not like anybody who is not in touch with their consciousness. Um, if you're not in touch or in the right, like if you haven't been putting in the footwork to be at a certain level of consciousness to be able to recognize that, you have to obviously like work to, to be able to get there. Yes. You know, right, am I correct? Yeah, I, I would say so. I mean, it's kind of like okay. going into it's, – it's the same place in meditation. It's like that deep theta space where you're all of a sudden in this other version, like in this other reality within yourself, right? Like if mm-hmm. you haven't really meditated and you just expect you're going to feel that maybe on your first time, I'm sure people do, but I think it's a practice that you build up to get to that point. Totally. Okay, that, that makes – a hundred percent sense. And so if you have somebody that has never really paid attention to their dreams, they just kind of take it for what it is and they wake up the next morning and they were like, wow, I dreamt that I was, you know, riding on the back of a lion and, or whatever. Yeah. And like, and they just carry about their day. So if, if nobody's really digested their dreams, what is a good way to be able to download that information and then like sort out what the meaning, like what we're supposed to learn from that. Like what would you recommend to someone? Yeah. So that's really good. Every time I see an animal in my dream, I will always just reference um, spirit animals. So I'll look up, like if I, I've definitely had lots of uh, dreams with lions and I think for a while lions were my spirit animals. And so I would just, Mm. um, I would look up like, what does it mean to dream with a lion? Because I think they're like our higher self is sending us messages, right? Because if we do subscribe to that second theory of your dreamland is another reality, then your higher self, you're you're in contact with source, right? You're in contact um, into that spirit world more than we are in this dimensional world. So. I totally think, yes, if someone were to dream and they wake up like, whoa, like I was riding on the back of a lion and, and then I saw this really big oak tree. Okay. Right. Like those are the kinds of things where you wake up and you're like, huh, what is that about? So the first step I would say is immediately write down your dream. 
like every detail, all the feelings that you're experiencing. Um, do, do you feel scared? Do you feel excited? Do you feel confused? Like whatever ah. it is, jot it down. Because I think the emotion of, of how that dream felt is probably like the biggest indicator of what the dream really meant, right? Like if you see something uh, like a spider so and snakes and like a boogeyman, but you feel really like excited and happy and like, you know, really joyous, then you would go with the feeling, not with like the, you know, not with the visual, right? Um, so I would definitely write, I would look up what, you know, what the animal totem means. Um, and I would just write down what it feels like. Uh, what does it feel like to be writing on top of a lion? What would that mean in this reality? And just journal about, uh, excuse me, journal about it because it can be a really great place to, um, to have like a journal prompt where you wake up and whatever, even if you just remember like a few seconds of your dream, just start there and write about it. Because I definitely think that there are messages that the the astral world, the um, spirit world wants to get through to us, whether that's our spirit guides or whoever else you believe is on the other side. Totally. Um, and I think you hit the nail on the head when you basically say that like the overall feeling is going to really be the the whole point here and mm. I mean you we can dive into the symbolism and identifying certain things but ultimately if for somebody who's never you know dissected their dream or like even dove into that um, I think it's like feeling the feeling <laughs> is mm -hmm. really like yep. the main thing and if you only dream for three seconds or you know, a really short amount of time, even if you don't remember anything, you can always wake up and feel like a certain way. Like, Emma, do I feel scared? Do I feel lonely? There's, you know, people where you can wake up crying um, in a dream. And maybe that was like some sort of a release that you needed um, that you in your light, in your conscious life, you uh, hold yourself to a certain standard and maybe you like will not allow yourself to release it. Um, and I think like asking like, what does it feel like is so, so important. And so how can we take that information and apply it to our life and say like, okay, well, I had this dream. Interesting. This is how I felt. What now? Like what is, how can we take that information and then like apply it to our daily lives? Yeah. So Actually, you just mentioned something that really also is so important because um, I think that we don't often, like if, especially if you're in the beginning stages of, you know, your awakening or um, just self-awareness, personal development, you might not be giving yourself the space to feel your emotions like in waking life, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you're going through some sort of transition of something, um, you know, not so favorable happened, if, you know, something's just happening and you're not giving your, yourself like the daily space to be like, all right, for an hour, I'm not going to do anything. I'm unplugging from everything and I'm just going to lay here and feel my emotions. If you're not doing some sort of mindfulness practice like that, then you are probably going to do all of that subconscious working out 
in the dream state. And while mm-hmm. you're sleeping, it's like your spirit, your subconscious, your higher self is going to do all of that work. So two things can happen. You might wake up and you might, you know, you might wake up from dreams and just be like, oh, I don't remember. I, I don't remember any of my dreams. Like I just woke up from sleep and I don't remember anything. And it was just like super profound. I felt like I just kind of went somewhere else. You wake up and you feel good because subconsciously through your dreams, maybe you've already processed it or Mm. you're waking up and you feel exhausted. And I think Uh that's something that many people don't realize. Like when you're waking up and you're just exhausted and you're like, I feel like I haven't even really slept. And I just, I kept, I had these crazy dreams. I don't even really remember them, but I think that's a really big indicator that in your daily life, you're not giving enough time and, and sacred space to like work out, work through your emotions and truly feel it. So you're just pushing it away. Um, So And then to answer your next question, um, (laughs) what to do when you wake up and and you're like, how do I start integrating this into my life? I think Mm -hmm. it really depends. So like if you had a dream where let's say there was some sort of animal totem, I would look up that animal. I would see, okay, what does this, how does this want to show up for me today? How, what does this mean for me today? Because I do believe that like, if you're, I, I, you have multiple dreams throughout the night and if you're remembering that particular one, then I'm just going to say it's for a reason. There's a reason you're remembering that dream. Um, and you can go off of just waking up and thinking, well, how does that dream make me feel? What, you know, can I be open to, um, finding the meaning of this dream throughout my day? And allowing it to just come through for you. So I think it really depends on what kind of dream you're having to really know how to really go forward and integrate it. But um, if if it's a not favorable, favorable dream and you wake up and you feel kind of sad or upset or just a weird jaded feeling, um, I would just give yourself time that morning to ask your body, right? Cause your body knows everything. Ask your body, where mm-hmm. am I storing emotions that need to arise? What, what am I not dealing with? And, and just see what happens, right? See if you might instantly so start crying or you might, you might just have that one moment, that one spark, that thought that's like, Oh, I haven't forgiven this person for doing blah, blah, blah. Or, Maybe I need to, you know, have another conversation with so-and-so because something in me still feels like it's not sitting well, you know, whatever it is. But I, I trust that the divine inspiration will come through to you if you're willing to ask the right questions. So true. Um, I'm right there with you. And I think that for people who are looking to do the work, um, and are kind of just starting on the journey of self-discovery and identifying who we are in the world and where we fit in and all of that. I think um, dreams can be a huge mirror to what we're, what's happening like in our daily life. And I think like a lot of, a lot of people who haven't necessarily done the work um, don't understand, like, like they're trying to change their their thoughts they're trying to to shift their perspective on things and I think ultimately 
what we download in our dreams can be a huge eye-opener to what needs to shift in Mm -hmm. our daily life, um, in our conscious life. And um, no, so that's that's so perfect. And so Mm -hmm. I think the more in touch with self that we get and the more we kind of get to know what our inner voice sounds like and what our consciousness sounds like, do you think that much like how you were saying about meditation, like if you haven't meditated, you know, you're not going to obviously get to like a certain level as easily as somebody who's meditated for years and years. So do you think that the evolution of our dreams will ultimately tell us if we are progressing or are dreams always going to kind of stay constantly like bits of information as we need it? Hmm. I think it probably, that's a really good question. (sighs) Let's see. I think that your dreams are probably going to evolve depending on your spiritual um, connection. So if like, let's say you're in the world of like personal development and spiritual awakening and all these things, um, your dreams are probably going to evolve with your intuition. So if you feel like and intuit and I, and to define intuition in this sense, I mean, I believe anyone can be intuitive. Anyone, anyone, anyone. Some people are, you know, are naturally born with like really incredible gifts, and other people just develop those gifts over time, right, through practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think like if you are on this journey, you're probably practicing your intuition, even if you don't really call it intuition, but just like sitting down and listening to what your, what your body wants to say, what your spirit wants to say, the art of journaling is really a form of intuition as well. So the I think if you have these daily practices, then your dreams start becoming a little bit more like a like a dictionary for you, if you will. I I remember I had Mm. this guy come, um, actually comment on one of my posts who said he does, um, he facilitates like dream work circles. And he was telling me that his belief too, or his practice is when you wake up, you know, the importance of writing down your dream is not just for, okay, how do I process this emotion now? But it becomes like a dictionary. Where next time, maybe a year from there or six months or whatever, three months, you have another dream with that oak tree. Okay, cool. Let me reference back to that time in my dream journal when the first time the oak tree came up. What was I experiencing in that time in my life? Was I going through transition? Did I, was I looking for stability? Was I looking for roots? Um, how did I feel around that time? Because if, if you keep having a reoccurring symbol, that symbol is going to mean something to you, even if it technically has a different meaning to someone else, you know, and that's why if you keep recording what your dreams are, um, you can reference back and say, oh, okay, well, when I had that dream with a spider in it, that dream ended up being prophetic. So maybe every single time you have a dream with a spider, you know that it's going to be a prophetic dream versus just a subconscious like clearing. 
Um, so totally. I think in that sense, your dreams do evolve with you. It's your dreams are still going to be like, you know, the same, like your dreams may be random. They might feel random, but how you interpret it does evolve the more intuitive you are. So true. Um, talking about the whole dream with like the oak tree or like having that reoccurring, you know, when I was going through my divorce, I don't have children. And so when I was going through my divorce, I was having dreams that I was like giving birth, like literally experiencing giving birth. And I had that dream, gosh, like quite often. And and now, you know, that I've kind of gone through the healing journey and years later, you know, I don't, I don't have that dream at all. And I think like before, you know, I was kind of stuck up on like, well, now I'm getting divorced. I'm going to be 34 this year. The probability of me, you know, really having children is, you know, not as great as somebody who's in like a committed relationship or things like that. And am I okay with like not having children or how do I really feel about that? And I really had to do a lot of soul searching because I was so dependent on what society was saying. Like you have to get married, you have to have kids, you have to do all these things. And then I like really had to take a step back and say, well, is that even really for me? Like I got married because I thought that's what I was supposed to do. And that clearly didn't turn out the way that I, I expected it to. <laughs> right. um, and so it was kind of changing my perception on that. And then ever since then, and like ever since I've been okay with the fact that I may not have children of my own and thinking about like, well, you know, now I've been so much more open to the idea of adoption and adopting wow. a child that needs love. And I'm kind of more resonating towards something like that later down. But ever since then, those dreams stopped. And yeah. so I think you're, you're dead on as far as like using that to explore things that have yet to be um, processed, I guess you could yeah. say. Yeah. And I think you definitely mentioned a really good point too. And you mentioned it earlier as well, where many people are in the phase or in the motions of, well, this is the natural next step. So I must get married now, or I must start having kids now, or I must do this now because we think based on our societal conditioning that we have to fall into the motions of this is just the natural next step. And when you're in alignment with your intuition, that doesn't happen, right? Like mm -hmm. when you're in flow with your intuition, when you're hearing um, the messages via dreams or through just um, inspiration or however, you know, one is receiving um, intuition, you aren't going to, it's going to be much easier to trust the process and be like, well, maybe this isn't going to happen for me, but because I'm listening to this dream, it's making me think about, well, could I adopt, right? Is that something I want to even consider, right? And, and so just yeah. by listening to that flow and being in that flow, you're able to work through it instead of, you know, it, it goes back to whatever resists persist, right? Like you're, it's mm. going to keep coming up, whether it's in dream or in waking life or whatever, until you address it. And so I think that's why mm. having the awareness of what your dreams are trying to tell you 
will help you to just expedite the process. Not that we need to rush it, but you can just make a little bit of those quantum changes um, and you don't have to spend years just circling your tail. Totally. Ah, so good. And I think like this is a, a kind of a conversation of like an intro to acknowledging dreams and you provided so much valuable information. So thank you for that. Thank you for expanding my, my mind and, and providing all the information. I'm sure anybody listening is going to get the same, same feeling too. Can you tell us what you're working on or something that's coming up for you that you're excited about for us to, to follow you and, and join you on your journey? Sure. Well, thanks again for having me. I loved having this conversation. Um, so what's coming up for me right now is I, oh gosh, it's so exciting because I launched my podcast called The Rich Witch, which I'm so excited. And I'll have to have you on there as well. Um, it's tall. It's all about this kind of conversation. It's a, I call it a sanctuary for mystic conscious leaders. And it's just a place where we can have really awesome conversations. I have solo um, casts where I just talk about things very similar to this. And then every Monday I drop an interview with a thought leader of our time who um, has made their sole mission their business. Because I totally mm. believe that you can make your what you're here for into something profitable and not have to choose between soul mission and ambition. So um, mm. on that note, I am currently open to taking four clients right now um, who are interested in, in turning their soul mission into something profitable um, and are you know aware that there's probably some money wounds and wounds around being seen and empowerment. And so, um, I'm, that's, that's like my zone of genius. I love, love, love working with people, uh, in that, in that specifically. And, um, I have my three month program conscious creators masterclass that is going to reopen in July, which is all about how to become a conscious co-creator, all things manifestation. That's a group program, 12 weeks. And yeah, if you guys have any like in, like uh, any questions or just want to check out my work, nataliegranja.com is where you can find me or on Instagram, nataliegranja underscore. Ah, so much good stuff. I, uh, <laughs> I'm actually going to link uh, all of the ways that people can contact you in the show mm -hmm. notes as well. So if anybody would like any more information, you can check out, check out the show notes. Um, and then we're also going to have a, I'm going to do like a little note overview as far as how to download um, your dream. And I'm going to have like a little worksheet and I'll have your information on that oh, as well. And if you guys want to oh. download that, um, I'm, there's a link in the show notes as well. So thanks so much for joining. Yes, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much. This was so fun. Yeah, totally. Want to learn more? I'm going to add a link in the show notes to the website, herheartheals.com. And there you can access all of my helpful tips, the blogs on there, and schedule a session with me. 
Are you on Instagram? I'd love to connect. You can follow me and my handle is at herheartheals. Hope to connect with you soon. Hey friend, it's Christina. Reclaiming You has been the go-to podcast for thousands of women just like you cultivating a new chapter after divorce. I'd love to have you join us over on The Pulse. It's our completely free weekly newsletter. You'll join our tribe of resilient women who value personal growth and together are determined to thrive after divorce. Every Tuesday, you'll get an email from me with exclusive tips, techniques, and hacks on lifestyle, finance, well-being, mindset, It's time to heal and attract the life you deserve. And best of all, it's free. Don't miss out. Sign up for The Pulse today at herheartheals.com. And let's conquer this journey together because by healing ourselves, we heal the world. Visit herheartheals.com to join us for free and supercharge your journey to a brighter, happier you. See you there.